Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Believe in yourself. Believe in your body. Rock, rock, rock. It's the self-esteem party. Everyone, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Johnson, and with me, as always, having one of the biggest sips of coffee I've ever seen is producer-slash-husband-slash-roommate, Norm Sousa. Norm, what is popping, and who is locking this front door? Certainly not me. Good morning. Um, well, yeah, we're actually recording in our... Is this a... This isn't a room. This is like... I call a, this a main room. A dining space area. It's a zone. It's a zone? Yeah, it's a dining zone. Oh, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's what they call it. You should it. get some signage in here, <laughs> letting people know they've entered a zone. Uh, <laughs> what have you been calling it? <laughs> An area? Area 51? Hey, tomato, two tomatoes. You know what they say. <laughs> Wait. You say tomato, tomato two tomatoes? Two tomatoes? <laughs> Popular saying, Norm, you either have one tomates or two. Yeah, you know the classic saying, tomato, tomatoes. <laughs> one of them has one and one of them has a couple. Um, no, that's not the saying. It's uh, potato, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pluralizing it, not saying it. Anyway. Honestly, Norm, what a delight to see this morning smile. <laughs> Oh, my morning? Oh, I was just sitting in the zone, and then uh, I just pluralized some words, and my wife smiled and laughed. What, is, what a psychotic existence. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, man, get off my grill, will ya? And, and uh, like, full disclosure, we had to re-record this intro because our dog was, like, just oh, howling fuck. to the moon. It was so bad. I hate her. I, I, I just don't want the dog anymore. <laughs> If anybody wants a dog, come, <laughs> come to the zone. <laughs> come scoop her up yeah. and best of luck. Not enough dog catchers around these days. I, want, I need a guy in a full blue outfit with a big net. We got to get a guy with a net. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, I can see the dog rumbling. It makes me crazy. Yeah. So, Norm, what do you got coming up? That's uh, anything exciting coming up that you think <laughs> might boost your self-esteem? <laughs> Because right now you're clocking in at what appears to be a neutral. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I said a morning smile. Oh, my God. Skyrocketing. Well, um, morning is usually my time in which I just lay down for a while. <laughs> yeah, you love a good stretch. Yeah. So, um, no, not much popping off. It's like it's, um, I had lunch with Luke Knoll. Have you had Luke Knoll on the podcast? Twice. Oh, yeah. He's great. I guy. love him so much. I think he's the best. Um, Big we, Bangles fan. Big Bengals fan, yeah. We had our friends Matt and Julia over for dinner the other night. Oh, yeah, that was really fun. Oh, wait. What? And the big show. Okay, even You're doing I, a show on Friday, yeah. My, no, no, I'm oh. talking about um, oh. my big show that I already did, the oh, Thursday did show. show Thursday, So yeah. even I address it. Oh, I just gave away the guest now. Look at me go. Spo- Atlanta, please. <laughs> it's not like it's in the title of the show. Usually you give it away. <laughs> Today I give it away. Uh, but we we talked about it in the show. 
uh, in the episode, sorry, but the show went great. Just to let everybody know, there was a bit of a choking incident, but the show went great. Some people DM <laughs> me about minute. it. <laughs> yeah, Just you, an incident. Even I address it. It yeah. comes up. You were sick. You were really sick. Yeah, exactly. And then you choked. Um, because I was stress sick, and stress then I choked, yeah. lost my voice. But anyways, uh, big recovery. Some people DMing, and I wanted to let everybody know right from the jump of the episode. Someone was DMing you about how the show was was going. One person. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> so I figured all the people wanted to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just can't find my handle. What? To people, DM me. <laughs> the people who are listening to this can't find you on social media. Uh, you say it every time. I, I don't get it. No, sometimes people stop listening. <laughs> some people just stop listening and then... Because some people only want to hear you. So oh. some people just tap out after the intro. Is that true? That's my guess. No, I don't think that's Until true. I get a DM saying otherwise. Saying, hey, I, I tapped out. <laughs> no, saying, intro. hey, I listened the whole time. Oh, people <laughs> Because DM I think they're tapping out. Just to let you know, the, with the time if code. If you guys are listening stop. to the whole episode, um, please DM me or tweet at me at Alana underscore Johnston. Hashtag listening all the you way. You just said they don't know your social media. <laughs> What's going on here? You've caught me, Norm. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone morning mad. <laughs> I think it's because I, I woke up really early, so I'm a little bouncing off the walls because I get kind of bored when I get too many tasks done in the what morning. time did you wake up at? I woke up at 6.30, and I've been cruising ever since. Okay, well, let's... I even stretched me old legs on the uh, L.A. River path. What? You I went what? for a walk, stretched my legs. Oh, okay. Why would you think I was saying? No, it's, you went to the L, you walked over to the L.A. River path, stretched your legs, and then left? <laughs> Didn't do any walking. Yeah, I just went and kind of sprawled out and then headed home. Just just having bicycles like crash yeah. over top of you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the people thought it was a blast. <laughs> the people hanging out on the path also stretching There was two friends in matching yellow shorts today. And mm-hmm. I said, I like your matching outfits. And what'd they say? Oh my God. And then you just that kept walking. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And they had a slow dog. Right. Um... <laughs> And that's my morning update. I'm not gonna lie to you. This boring. This story is not only boring; it also sucks. Um, okay, I'm, that's it. I'm wrapping up the intro with your bad attitude. Okay. Nobody needs you stinking up this cast any longer. No, you're right. Um, <laughs> but the, the podcast is a fun one, right? It's a great one. Good catch up. As well, let's always. hear all about it. All right, everybody, please help me welcome my guest, Eva Anderson. Right after this break. It's a self-esteem party. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's a self-esteem party. Eva, welcome to the Self-Esteem Party Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad we finally are getting to connect. My bad for the first day of the consolation. I 100% lost my voice. Not COVID-related. Stress. Stress-related. 100% made myself sick, so I'm so glad we didn't chat because I wouldn't have been able to. (laughs) You had like a raspy witch voice, probably. 
Yeah, exactly. And one of the ones where it's like, you know, Will, where your voice hurts and you'll be talking and then you like choke on nothing. Like it just dries mm. out. Like you had a piece of drywall all of a sudden. That's what kept happening. So that's why I was like, I could probably talk to you for 25 minutes perfectly. And then like it happened to me in a show, Eva. Oh my, mm. okay, wait, l- l- I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about right. it in a second. Wait, first I had to start off the podcast before I get too derailed. Scale of one to 10 in terms of your self-esteem, how you feeling about yourself these days? Oh, I know it's a tough one. It's a tough one because it's like there's like inner life and outer life. And do they okay, match can, up? Can you give me the two scores if they don't? Outer life's great. It's like out, out, just like if I'm like another being looking at myself and how I'm doing, I'm like, she's doing great. She's like at a, a solid eight. If I'm inside myself looking out of my own brain, I'm like at a four. (laughs) I totally get it, Eva. I totally get it. They don't add up. They don't match up. (laughs) The numbers don't add up. No. And you can't reason with a, they can't reason with each other. Well, you can't reason with a four. That's the problem. Yeah, exactly. And and an eight's feeling too good to bother to argue. They're going, hey, I'm fine. (laughs) <laughs> like, look, if you can't get it together, I'll be over here and just yeah, dealing like, my you own Just thing. let me know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really appreciate, I want to get into both those numbers, but I really appreciate um, that you could look at it from if it's outer me, like if I'm looking down on my life and what it looks like, it all looks great. Because I feel like sometimes when you're feeling an inner four, can't even see the outer eight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You think the whole thing's a four. You're like, no, 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 it's all a four. And it really diminishes the things that are going well in your life of the looking down, the things that are going well. It's true. Um, so that, you know what I mean? So I, I appreciate you were able to separate the two because I can't always. <laughs> yeah. I have to do a lot of tricks. Like I make a lot of like um, notebook lists like that are just kind of these weird codes that I write to myself. But it's things I can like cross off when yeah. I get something accomplished even if it's something small and that helps yeah. me be able to reflect that I have accomplished something and I'm doing okay. You know, it's really interesting that you write it down on paper. Cause I used to carry a notebook and write down all my to do's of the day and ag- agree with you when you crossed it off the sense of accomplishment. I started putting it on the notes app in my phone, like just for each day. And then I delete it when it's done. Oh, cool. And yeah, it's it's been really um, a little tricky, though, because sometimes midday you'll look at it and you'll be like, I didn't do anything today because nothing's there. But you're right. like, no, I did it. <laughs> you don't have the it's physical you don't have the physical <laughs> reminder. See, for me, it's the yeah, crossed exactly. out thing that's very important for me to say. Yeah, exactly. That's why part of me is like, should I go back to a book? Because to look back and see what you did, I feel like is so much more satisfying and like seeing the cross out. Totally. We'll say. <laughs> oh. um okay wait what's what would be two of the outer aids what would be two things that you're like because I can think of one for you already but what would be two things that are the outer things that you're like yeah these are we're cruising over here well I it's very silly but I um uh, back in January I joined because I want I wanted to work out but I didn't want to go indoors so I joined mm-hmm. this very um it's gonna sound insulting to say culty but I joined a very culty weightlifting gym that's outdoors. Okay. It's in a, like a garage near my house. And it's run by 
a person who also is like a success in life coach and is markets his materials through the gym and you go and you like do Olympic weightlifting and it's very weird and dorky and people get are like hang it reminds me of like a comedy theater that we used to hang out at okay <laughs> but pretty, just in terms of like how much extra time people spend when they're not doing the central thing which is lifting weights just socializing yeah. and doing stuff together now eva didn't you used to do a boot camp outdoor in griffith park pre-pandemic is you that did you no, i did didn't too. you i did too I've, I've gone in and out of like little boot camps here and there yeah yeah but this one's weight lifting not like like your own weight like actual weight weight this is like crossfit and also like heavy lifting Okay, can I ask a personal question? Are okay. you seeing the results that maybe you had set out to see? Well, they're weird. No, they're weird results. Like, I have, like, weird <laughs> big shoulders. They're weird results. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I have, like, hulking shoulders now. But I don't hate oh, it. Perfect. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm just like, but I go every, I go in the morning before work, and it's just like, it's a weird thing to do. And I feel like I'm learning things about, like, these weird weightlifting things like sometimes they'll make us like pick up a sandbag and carry it around and I'm like okay sure I'll pick up a sandbag <laughs> and I do it and then I'm like I go home and I'm like great I did that today um that's one and the other thing that actually I'm very excited about is um I'm working on a play like a live show that hopefully I'll get to put up later this year so that's been like oh a long God. time coming and it's with a team of people I really like and so it's like a like a haunted house kind of thing. So are you directing it? Are you acting in it as well? Right. What, what all are you doing? I'm like one of the writers. Like I'm like coming up with ideas for it. So. Oh my God. Do you know where you're going to do it yet? No, we're trying to find a location, but it'll okay, be in LA. Because the Elysian is close to my house. I don't know if that is. The Elysian theater? Taking into, yes. And I don't know if you're taking that into consideration, but I am going to tell you this in terms of staging things, whether you want to, do it there at the beginning or just use it for the work in progress they've been doing i just came off of a work in progress series we did like four work in progress shows like you can kind of it's as if it's like a residency but the shows can be free if you want like Mm. just for to be and it's meant to work on material so i'm I'm gonna pitch that out there sorry everybody listening that's not in la i saw um i saw a show at legion i was like really impressed with what a beautiful theater it was and how like what cool vibes it has they have very good vibes over there. Very communal. Um, we're all in this together and have a mutual respect vibe. Yeah, yeah. No, I no hierarchy. And I also <laughs> didn't mean to imply that like other comedy theaters are bad. It's just very funny how Eva, how much this oh place God, tries dude. to sell. <laughs> this gym tries to sell me. There's literally like a nesting doll they try to sell in the little gift shop of like the head of the gym's phrases that are nested inside each other like his his phrases for being a good team leader oh my god like what and if oh wait a minute okay hold on let me see if i can find it um he also like he will if you pay him an insane amount of money he'll be your like dedicated life coach um like for and I'm like, man, if I was just like a little more insane right now, I would just be like, okay, yeah, like you own me now. 
if your shoulders were just a little broader, we could get you in there. But unfortunately, even too narrow for the life coaching. Like I can play this totally decent coach, like good, good, good lifting coach. But I'm like this guy with this man bun to be like, tell me what how to live my life. Sit me down. Just give me instructions. Like, does he seem happy? He's very chill. He has like a very chill energy, which is also like a little. But then like one guy one day was just like he's a fucking legend he like named him and he's like he's a fucking legend so i was like okay that's like a weird thing to say about anyone right all right hold on maybe i can find the well they sell they sell shirts that say weightlifting is not a crime which is really funny well that's good to clear that up <laughs> and um hold on hold on clearance is it in clearance oh man oh good let's hope there's a sale going there's there's a sale going oh it's a massive sale um <laughs> i'm gonna get kicked out of this thing and then i'm gonna like because i said no this on your don't podcast, and then i won't be no, able to go join back. my call join my call <laughs> kids we'll do uh a onesie? yeah my oh a onesie like uh, an adult one or a baby one so his his book he oh, has man. a book he has a book yeah he also has a book that's about just excellence, a map for excellence. Anyway, it's all stuff like I really enjoy like observing from outside and being like, this is really interesting. It's part of me. Sometimes I'm like, am I not fully committing? And I'm like, then I'm like, why do I have to fully commit to this? I could just go with lift weights. But you're, yeah, you're going. I feel like you're committing to the exact thing you would do at a gym, which is attendance. Exactly. There's just all this extra <laughs> weird stuff where they're like, hey, if you yeah. guys want to come uh, after hours, we're going to have a keg and some food trucks and we're going to watch like a uh, coach so-and-so um, try to beat the uh, push-ups record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I'm so sorry. No, I'm it's bewildered no by disrespect. it. I'm like, and they're like, people are going to go to that? Like, I can't believe it. Okay, so here's the, let's bring this to self-esteem. Have you ever been feeling, say, not so hot, and then you go, and he is doing the catchphrases or like whatever else, and it does make you feel better when you leave? Has that ever happened? Oh, yeah. That's the whole reason I keep going. Because it's, it's, wow. it's like platitudes. Platitudes make everybody feel good. I don't, sorry, what does platitudes mean? Just just words that mean, that like say big things, but don't really mean anything. Right, like uh, tubular. Yeah, or just like. <laughs> yeah, like tubular. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I've been doing that for six months almost. So that's been a, like a be. consistent thing that I've been very happy about. And also just like dorky and weird enough that. Like there's a, they put up a blog every single day that mm -hmm. is like a, meant to inspire you. And it's always like a question that's like, do we have too much vulnerability or do we not have enough vulnerability? And then at the Ooh. end of it, the answer will be both. There's never a clear <laughs> answer. <laughs> and I read them all the time. I'm like, this is crazy that they sat down and were like, tap, 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 tap. Like how, how many people read this blog? Um, okay, but here's what I want to know about the blog. What time is it coming out? Because when, what I mean by that is, is it coming out pre your workout? Like you're supposed to read it before you go? Yeah. Or is it like, well, it has oh, a workout so it in it. Before. It comes, it has a workout in it. So then I know God. if I want to go or not, if it's too hard. And I'm like, I'm skipping this one. But I have to read through uh. the whole blog to get to the workout. 
fucking love this is so up my alley it's not even funny i really like because it because <laughs> i used to get so into this one cycling class not like a soul cycle this was just at my my gym and uh but i was really into it because of the teacher because one she was super positive but two she was so motivating and in a really real way like she would be like i know and she wouldn't be like she'd be like i know you're tired um but you got this do it for you do it to prove that you can do it for yourself and not like do it for the five pounds or do it for that dress which some of them have done which like i really fucking hate i hate that i don't like that don't remind me of my weight while i'm working out because guess what i can feel it yeah (laughs) i i can feel the weight on my body i actually don't need you to tell me it's there but hers was more just like do it for you like almost clarify the reason why you're doing it and that it's for you and man i I was religiously at her class and then she moved to seattle because she got hired by facebook to be the voice of like um like like their version of siri oh siri well good for her did she have a great voice she must have had a great voice she had such a good voice she she just and it was like calming and but clear concise but she could raise it up and really like enunciate everything like when she told me that i was like oh that makes so much sense of course you're going to go they have those headset mics too and they're just like speaking really clearly through them that's really nice yeah that's the thing that's like all the that's the other thing i like about this gym is that the women who go there a lot are kind of like bigger and have Mm -hmm. like these crazy giant butts yeah from squatting talking about so i'm just like you know what all i want i'm like great i don't there's no talk of like losing weight or anything like that it's just like do you want to have a butt like this lady who just like squatted like 175 pounds in front of you you know um which is like a shelf Oh yeah, that's I mean the shelf listen, back in my squatting days, my oh. squatting days with weights, it's like it's no joke. <laughs> it, I mean your your butt's no joke. But I used to um uh work out with a personal trainer at this gym and I didn't like now I and I wanna ask about this. They would ask too much about my eating, and I really fucking hated that. I didn't because I was like, "That's a nutritionist. This is not mm-hmm. your concern. Um, what's going in my body? You're worried about what's sweating out of my body, right? But it's it's not up to you. And uh, do they mention anything like that, or is it just about like you and the weights? It's like it's focused. just about like literally like lifting weight. And they've never brought up food, which is cool. I mean, if I'm going to, like, do a diet program, I'm going to do, like, a dedicated nutrition thing. I want to be totally Honestly, I've done it before. I've done it before and had somebody, like, not um, pre-cook the meals, but set the meals of, like, showing the types of grains and... Like the um, macros? No, it wasn't even... No, it was more about, like, balancing portion. It was more about... Mm Um, cause it wasn't eating too much or too little. It was just, everything was off and I was very lethargic. Like just everything was, I just didn't do balanced meals. Uh-huh. So I'd have a lot of energy and then like no energy. And they were like, you know, you can feel good the whole day. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like I would not have enough carbs as an example. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, oh, my plate's full. I have more veggies or more protein, but it's like, no, you gotta have the carbs. You're going to get a headache. Gotta mm-hmm. have the carbs. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, what I, I mean. It's like- I did something like that two years ago, and it was super helpful. But it like it was its own thing. I yeah, I don't want. It's hard enough to like 
lift heavy weights. You don't also have to like it's feel hard bad. enough to get out of the house. Yeah, to get out of the house and go like join a cult. You know, actually, guys, it takes <laughs> up quite a bit of time. <laughs> it is. It's not an easy you, thing to do. You got to go to the food truck. You got to show up for the weird beach cleanup. There's like all these like they're also like oh we're gonna clean up the beach tomorrow, which is nice, but it's also like it's just it's like a lot of after extracurricular free activities. It feels like it's somewhere for people to go. It is. It needs somewhere to go. I was, if I was 20 years younger, literally, I would be like, uh, these people would own my entire life. Well, I'd be training had, like, to be a coach. If I had just moved here, mm-hmm. in, imagine you just move here and you somehow stumble upon this. It would be like heaven because you'd be like oh my god friends you're all in one spot you if you're going to clean the beach it's like you go do things maybe you wouldn't go do on your own you have somewhere to be people that are like expecting you somewhere and care if you show up or not that i've spent 10 years waiting for people to care if i show up places or not uh-huh. you know what i mean <laughs> no la is so isolating until you find like a crew of people that you want to hang out with yeah and here's a question i have I was just talking about this in terms of finding that crew of people to hang out with. Am I the only one? The the crew has dwindled. It's quite a small crew now. I'm loving the crew, but it is a lot smaller. You look around and you're like, huh, I used to, and especially with the theaters closing and everything, it used to feel like the crew was really big. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I think it was just five people the whole time. And I just didn't, um, I couldn't filter it to see. Well, it was also just like effortless, right? You just show up in one location and everyone would be in one location. It was just so easy to like yeah, exactly. suss out where you had to be on any given night. And now it's much more complicated. Well, yeah, because now you people have to come places um, because they want to and for social reasons. So, for example, you would see someone because you guys were all on the same show. So then you'd hang out, you'd be up all night, blah, 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 blah. Right. But then... Now that you don't have to be somewhere, are you still gonna show? Yeah, you still gonna you still gonna come, even though you don't have to come to my house. Are you still gonna come? That's now <laughs> what I'm realizing is that I'm like, oh, we saw each other because we had to, and it worked because, and I I don't feel bad about it. I don't hold or harbor resentment about it towards anybody, but it is something I've noticed where I'm like, oh yeah, like we don't just show up on our own. We just we mm-hmm. needed reasons that benefited us. Um, or that were specific to us to be there in for a lot of different people. Not well, everyone, but a lot. Well, I think it goes both ways. I think there are people that that I haven't stayed close with either. Because yep. it, it's agreed. Th- there were there was less stuff there in the beginning. You know? Yeah, yeah, less stuff there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, it sounds so. It sounds like. Uh, so far the things that are feeling good that are coming up to this eight are all tied into a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. of something you you did and and it, you said um you go before work so i know yeah. always having a job uh really can help people make feel make them feel better just because it, jobs are fun yeah <laughs> not always wait not always but a lot of the times it's fun to have somewhere to go or something to do yes. um as opposed to twiddling your thumbs so. I agree. <laughs> Having a little bit of structure is is really helpful. Yeah, but what about like in the inner stuff? Like when you when you say inner, like does that mean how you view yourself, or does that mean like I'm feeling depressed about something? Like what would you quantify as something like inner? 
Oh, I think it's just general, like, I've had to be kind of honest with myself, especially in the last couple of years, just, just like, that I just feel like garbage sometimes. And it's not motivated yeah. by any specific thing. And, you know, I haven't been, like, diagnosed as depressed, but... I was like, oh, maybe I'm, <laughs> this is what depression sounds like. Um, and the last, you know, I think it's been a really hard, it always feels like kind of like gaslighting, like being acting like everything's normal now, right? Am I the only yeah. one who feels that way? Like I was no. quarantined for 15 days last month of 30 for oh my God. COVID exposures. Like <laughs> I had to be at home. Like, that's crazy. Um, yeah. So even as it seems like things are normal, then like all of a sudden, like you get like punched in the face, and I don't know. It's uh it's such a weird time to be alive. Yeah, it really is, and I think I like I really agree with and resonate with everything that you're saying because, and I I mean I've always struggled with mental health. I have I'm bipolar myself. Bipolar You've always also disorder. been really like honest about it and it seems like you are really you un, you understand your yourself a lot too. Took a, took a long time and I had to do the work to understand because what I was doing before was blaming myself for everything. Why are you like this? What are you why can't you just be normal like I'd be acting one way and then in my head be like, Elena, just stop. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like screaming at me, literally screaming at myself. Mm -hmm. And then I had to just step back and be like, something else is going on. 100% something else is happening that I'm not in control of. And I need to figure out what it is or I'm not going to be able to day-to-day -day function because, because I was acting so nuts it was making like I was driving myself crazy and then I felt like I was driving everyone else around me crazy so I was like oh nobody likes me so then I'm like adding that on top and I was like you know I need to start learning about myself and accepting myself um or I'm gonna have no friends or life or self-love at all so I really had to put the work in and yes I have always been open about it because every once in a while I'll do something that I can't quite explain and uh, I can't help it. I, I, you know how I said it? <laughs> okay, I was just talking about this with a friend of mine because they had, they, they um, are also struggling with some mental health stuff right now and w I was talking to me about meds, which I'm a big supporter of if, if that's what somebody wants to do. But um, we were talking about it and they were like, well, what's it like for you? And I was like, here's the thing, 364 days a year, I'm cruising. I'm under control. I got to go in. There's up days. There's down days. But for the most part, I'm pretty even keeled in that. Like, I know what's up. But one day a year, and I can't explain why. Maybe it's I find I don't get enough sleep or too many things are happening or something. There's just a, a day where I cannot get on the same page as everybody else. And mm. I just cannot understand reality. Like, you could hold up two oranges and say, these are two oranges. And I would be like, I see a baby. Like, <laughs> I just, I cannot... <laughs> just can't wrap my head around what's happening and and so that's what I mean every once in a while something unexplained will happen and I'm like it's probably this thing and I put myself under a lot of stress and now I'm having like a mini breakdown or something I don't know for a day it's it's amazing that you were able to come to that when you were so young I mean I just Eva growing up I mean there was four of us and my parents were so loving and supportive and it was like so why was I always crying every single day in my life it just did it like you said the numbers don't add up mm. it just it's like it just didn't make sense anymore you know what I mean um and so even as a kid yeah I remember saying to my mom something's wrong with me and she's like is it your period and I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> Th this again <laughs> 
Oh man. But yeah. But it's interesting, like how you had said, you know, maybe you're depressed, but if not diagnosed or something. And it's like, yeah, because because depression can show up in such mild ways. Actually, it can be really hard to diagnose um, because you can just be like, oh, it's a bad day. But then you're like, I kind of have a few more of these than I'm used to. Or I kind of have a, you know what I mean? Where you're like, eh, it's kind of a, a little more than I'm comfortable with to be feeling this way. Like, totally. It's You know what I mean? It can start in small small little bits like that that you start to like realize something's a a little off Mm, that's really interesting yeah I I have a therapist I've been going to forever and he does like talk about things in those terms but it's never been like a hard diagnosis in any way um yeah but I appreciate that because I I had to go to somebody else for that not my therapist it was mm. like I went to separate um um, psychiatrist who met me for the first time asked well, okay what's your story this is and this but like didn't know the things that I had been through and didn't care they were just like what feels weird and I appreciated that more than my therapist because I think my therapist had too much empathy and was like well I understand why you feel this way because these things happen but I was like I'm telling you it has nothing to do with those there's things. another level <laughs> there's another <laughs> It's you're going to find this out one day about the cult you've joined. You right now are just like you're the outsider. You come in, you work out, you leave. But one day you're going to go pick up that trash on the beach and you're going to go to another level. I'm going to see the next level. Yeah. But yours is going to be of happiness and joy. You're going to like unlock to the next one. And that night I'm just going to start sleeping in the outdoor gym. Like they they put the door down (laughs) in the garage. I'll be like bundled up inside on one of the mats. I'll just be sleeping there. I'll be so happy. Waiting and, for the blog the next morning. <laughs> and then the, the, the day will begin. My, my life will begin. <laughs> so weird. But yeah, no, I, I appreciate you um, calling that out about me. It, it makes me feel good that um, it's seen a, in a positive way to uh, be self-aware and stuff. Because sometimes, oh, yeah. you know, sometimes people can be closed off still to all things mental health still can you believe it like that's crazy really, especially after a pandemic i'm like or not after but during you know what i mean after all this time though that we've been in it and i'm like really we're still not giving this like enough validity and um credit and power for for what it can do and what it can be and look like and stuff like that but not everybody you know i have some people cruising in at tens and uh they don't want to hear otherwise <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just remember the show that you and I did together where you talked really frankly about uh, about that stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, you were, you were super young. Yeah, very young. And, and very self-aware. I mean, I'm seriously, like, really um, frank about it and, and made it really funny. But also, I'm like, man, what, what an awareness. I appreciate that. Yeah, it took a while to figure out... Um... Yeah, that's the sentence. Took a while to figure out. <laughs> yeah, very admirable. <laughs> but I will say this for anybody right now listening that like is struggling or feels the way I described it of, of something's a little off or uh, or something like that. Um, even, and I, I know it sounds lame and they have the commercials of it, but seriously, even bringing it up to a friend in in a bigger way rather than I'm having a rough day, but in like, oh, things for a little bit have felt a certain way sometimes can help. Uh, At least it helped me because when I had friends that were like, we noticed, 
it made me feel not embarrassed. I was not embarrassed or ashamed. Mm. Uh, it made me feel seen that I was like, okay, so I'm not just fucking making it up like, or e- embellishing something. And, um, and that's not to say for your friends to solve it, but you know, you got to turn to someone and sometimes they're right there. And for the friends listening that someone does turn to you, um, you know, you point them in the direction of a, um, a health professional um mm-hmm. who can who can take over uh and do the rest so it I don't know and there's also I can't speak for everywhere else I know there's a lot of hotlines but there's a lot of I will say this um Southern California Counseling Center and I believe they're doing virtual now um definitely does sliding scale for anyone interested in therapy they do sliding I, scale and sometimes free if you have no income um so I'm I gonna think put my that friend, out there that there is help one of my good friends worked there and said it was a really great place she was oh, a therapist amazing there. she trained there yeah oh amazing yeah, yeah yeah it's um it's got a really good environment and I just tell people that because you know I understand insurance here is fuck, fucked up 100% yeah. and I don't think somebody should have to pay to um uh feel human <laughs> I, I think that's crazy actually yeah <laughs> if you have if you have no money you don't deserve to feel functioning it's crazy uh, okay, so now here's a question I have for you. Um, you, not to get too personal, you got married mm-hmm. over the pandemic. Okay, great. You said that you guys and a lot of people have come on and said the same, had to postpone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people had to uh, do that as well. That And a lot of them just um, eloped because it was like they had been engaged previous to the pandemic and was supposed to have it in the first year then supposed to in the second year and they kept losing money. Oh yeah, like on on various things, and finally they were like, "We don't have the wedding money. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> We've lost yeah, the wedding. It's been crazy. too many deposits and stuff." Some places were not cool. Some places were like not being COVID because um, they were like, "Well, the the it's open." Like they would follow the um, government guidelines, and if someone was didn't want to do something of like personal cover um, comfort or like the rules of the venue or whatever, they were like, "Too bad. That's it. See ya." Yeah, which is like terrible yeah it's crazy you can't do that but okay so here's what I wanted to know how did it feel having someone with you during the pandemic uh did it feel like okay thank goodness this person has saved me mentally because somebody's there or did it make you lose your mind a little bit because somebody was always there (laughs) it ended up working out for us because we we're on the same page basically with like how we dealt with the pandemic. Okay. Cause I, I have friends who had like a big division in how they considered things or like one person was had way bigger anxiety. We were kind of mm-hmm. at the same level of anxiety. And also there's like, uh, you know, um, I have a teen stepdaughter. And so we were also kind of like, you're also, there were three of us actually. And so we were also like making sure things were cool for her. Mm-hmm. which was a really interesting so it wasn't just a couple it was like three of us um I didn't know that yeah she's a okay. freshman in high school so Ooh, oh teen indeed right in the mix but um it was it ended up I'm I'm really grateful for how things turned out you know we did the best we could I I mm. I do have a harder time like I feel like I used to do a lot of things alone 
mm-hmm. and it's harder to readjust back into that right now. I did just go on a, I, I've gone on like a couple little trips by myself. I just went to New York by myself and saw some theater and like I went to the desert by myself. And it's like, that's, a, that's something I used to do all the time. And now yeah. it's been like a couple years of just being like, oh, I, like it's, I have to remind myself that like that's fine, that it's okay to just sort of like go and have some personal time because there just was no personal space or time for so long. Do you no. feel that way? A hundred percent. It like it was, you know, with Norm, I felt really bad. I I just I asked this question of people that were uh, on their own and with other people because it, the answers are never the same. They're always very interesting. So for Norm and I, I was the COVID paranoid one, like really bad anxiety and and not rightfully so. It was I was being crazy when we didn't we didn't have like information or when information was coming I was like ooh I don't know and then I was like now I'm like Alana it's just take a breath it'll things more information will come out you know what mm-hmm. I mean but I was definitely like a lot more cautious and I feel like it really drove a wedge between us for like a real period of time Norm was being so patient and great it was me doing it not him <laughs> he was being like he didn't make me feel bad he was worried for me of mm-hmm. like you know you got to get some sleep type of thing um but once I kind of settled down a little bit and like, you know, once the vaccine came out and stuff like that, but like once I, I chilled out a bit just in terms of like seeing that there is a way around things for like to continue life and um, a, a version of it at least, uh, things got a lot easier in the house. It was like a lot easier. But that first bit, I kind of wished I was by myself so that I could drive myself insane yeah uh, because he that. was too reasonable in, you know what I mean and I was like well I don't like all this reason <laughs> yeah I like I had an entire year where I just like woke up at two in the morning like and yeah. read the news and I finally yes. be like what are you're killing yourself like what are you yes doing no it, was it wasn't I, I was doing and drinking like a pot of coffee at like you know 4 a.m by myself and it's like uh it's not a. It's not okay because this was happening either way, mm-hmm. and that oh, yeah. was something I had to realize. Is I was like, it's happening whether you are safe or not safe. It's still happening. It what? doesn't, or whether you're scared or not scared. It's still happening. Do you know that one definition of anxiety that like rings so true to me is that by like living out an experience in your brain, you somehow can prevent it from happening. Wait, what? It's like what, by What do you mean? By like like fully experiencing the worst case scenario. It's like you're making a sacrifice to stop it from happening. Oh my god. Yeah, it's okay. like it's like yeah. a gift you're giving the world. So like you're suffering and I don't think people know, I don't think it's like you're doing it like on purpose, but like yeah. you're sacrificing your your own like sanity by like living out every single beat of like my significant other like went out driving they're gonna die and then I'll be so sad and and then you live it out and then that saves them oh my god I do that all the time not yeah, knowing it'll save anyone but I all the time I'll do the worst case um thinking and you know what really bummed me out so I've been that way my whole life worst case scenario like thinking and then in a couple instances with some in my personal life, the worst case did happen. And then you're like, I wish I hadn't have tortured myself that whole time because it happened. But then another part of me was like, see, I was right. And oh, yeah. that part is dangerous. 
she is not a good Alana. I totally <laughs> feel that too. Yeah, I, I've, I've had that happen too. But also, yeah, it's like it when it does happen. You, well, my my therapist says if you if you live out the worst case scenario and then it doesn't happen, you've lived it once. And if it does happen, you lived it twice. But if you oh my don't live it out and then it doesn't happen, you lived it zero times. Okay, so first of all, these numbers do add up. But um, can, can like what would be a way or a tactic to stop yourself from that initial living it out in your head? Because that's where I'm struggling. I mean, I think it's just remembering that. But like if it happens, it happens and I'll live it when it happens. It happens, it happens, and I'll live it when it happens. Yes. But, like, I don't get anything out of... I, you don't... I had to realize, like, I don't actually... Like, thinking about it doesn't actually prepare me for it. Does that make sense? Oh, my God. A hundred percent. It doesn't, like... It's, it's not like, and then I'm no. ready for it, and then it doesn't hurt. Like, that's not true. <laughs> I think that's, like... I think that's really common with um, people passing away with, like, a death in the family or a, a friend or something like that. Yeah. Because... You think it'll prepare me for the sadness, and then it doesn't. And even if you know someone's going to die, right? You think you can prepare yourself, and you just fucking can't. It's like you just, it will always feel a way that you're like, oh my God, I had no idea it was going to feel like this. Always. It's different. It's different. Yeah. The human experience can't be like completely predicted, and like, and like you can't like, bet money on it I'm like it's gonna be its own thing Um, I would never bet on myself (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you Eva I'm with you (laughs) oh man I like that I really like that that your therapist sounds really great he's great I've been I'm with a new one but she's she's getting there but um I'm excited for what you have of the long-term relationship to really believe them when they say things that's nice. I'm glad you have a new person. That's and you're 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 vibing a little bit. We're vibing a little bit. She's been really cool. Um, she's really frank. Like she doesn't talk to me in a professional way in the sense that she's the way that she talks is more casual. Like it's not authoritative in any way, which I guess I seem to think is professional. Uh-huh. But um, she's a lot more casual. Like the other day, she said about something. She was like. Listen, Elaine, I don't want to be rude, but your mom sounds wrong. Sorry to say it. <laughs> and I was like, thank you for saying that. I was like, yes, thank you. But she just said it casually so as not to offend me. Like she was like, hey, she might get offended by this, but like this is what it sounds like to me. And I really appreciated it because it was what I needed to hear. She very rarely says that, but in this case, I, my mom was wrong. But, um, you know, she, so it was because it was said in such a casual way, it made me feel better um for agreeing with it in that I wasn't like my mother's wrong about absolutely everything and she ruined me and blah 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 it was more just like yeah you know what you were wrong about this and that fucking sucks mm-hmm. it, it felt more I didn't get as upset I, I was able to chill out to the point where I didn't even bring it up to my mom because I was like yeah moms are wrong sometimes I think that's good yeah just to keep things kind of like from spiraling or just keep them spiraling. in like what they are yeah exactly because it's it it didn't she was you know she was right not to make a bigger deal out of it because it 
it was not a bigger issue in this one thing. It was it was a stupid COVID thing, and I'm like, it was not a bigger issue. Sometimes, especially when you're talking about COVID, sometimes it is just the one thing you're talking about. It, it mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't like a personal thing. Like, if, if her and I were talking about a personal thing, we'd be like, oh, you're really controlling. That's a life, this is a lifelong thing we're discussing here. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, for me to tell my mom she's controlling, I'm like, I can give you 37 years of examples. More. <laughs> I can tell you my siblings. <laughs> I my older siblings. I can give you more examples. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, that is that's I, the like that's the long game with a therapist is them knowing knowing the backstory enough that they can pull deep cuts eventually and be like, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> and you're like, no. Oh right. Yeah, of course. Thank you. <laughs> no, they have to um almost set you straight. And memorize the things that you say to, for lack of a better term, throw it back in your face later when the time is right. But also in a nice way, just remind you of things that like you had to deal with. Oh, reminding. Yeah, you know what? That's a better way to say it. Just be I like, said throw it back in your face. <laughs> it's like uh, they're like the little notebook to be like, look at all the stuff you've done. Because you don't do remember. And they do write it in a notebook. Yeah, they do tell you. Yeah. Don't like, you love that? It's great to be like, look. You might be at this number, but I think you're at this number. Do you think you could be a therapist? Do you you have the patience? I mean, I I like being a TV writer because a lot of it is sort of like this ongoing conversation that you have all day with these these strangers um, Mm -hmm. where you tell us personal stories and remember you do remember things and, you know, you you kind of project things onto characters. I think the one-on-one of therapy, like my friend who does it, she was a brilliant reality TV producer and documentary producer for years and years, and then okay. spun that into being a therapist. Oh my god, that's genius! Because she was really because good at interviewing know, people. I was just about to say, and you would know how to get things out of people that you need to get out of them to get to the next. Um, well, I guess the next scene but rather for therapy the next stage (laughs) but also just to understand what people are saying when they say things you know she had just Mm -hmm. like real insight of humans um and she really likes people just one-on-one you know she likes just she really gets a lot out of just talking to people so she loves it i mean she became a therapist later like a little in her 40s she switched careers and she's like you know really amazing she's she loves it so that's really yeah i do uh, a patreon for this podcast and one of the tiers guys check us out on patreon self-esteem party one of the tiers is a monthly phone call like a zoom call Ooh. that i do and it is so and i know you guys are listening uh that we do the calls i'm very excited to do the calls every month but they're really funny because you know we open up right away we all just we get right into it and they're very personal calls and it's it's like like Norm was like, it's like you're giving therapy, like you're giving half hour therapy once a month for people. But because I am not a trained professional whatsoever, (laughs) my advice or the things I say are like out to lunch. Like half the time I'll be like, like I remember Zoe was telling me about, you know, like we said, 
struggles with weight or, or fitness or this or that. And, um, someone was talking about feeling bad or whatever. And I was like, I don't know, I guess just don't eat chips or something and see what happens. <laughs> like that, my thing was, I was like, I don't know, try this <laughs> because to me, I was like, well, it's an experiment and then we can see what happens. <laughs> but it was like, you know, I don't think a therapist would be like, try not having chips. I think a therapist <laughs> might be like, well, why are you feeling this way? <laughs> or like, where's this coming like, from? Well, what if but you like, just tried this? What if, what if we just stopped eating all the chips? Maybe something could go down. I don't know. <laughs> Are they like group conversations or just one-on-one? No. One-on-ones. Oh, um, and I'm making a documentary about it. Oh, that's cool. How many are you, we, how many people are there? All. I can't disclose, but there's okay. enough people. It's an, it's enough, but not enough that I can keep track of everybody. That's awesome. Yeah. So we get, it's a, it's a good, I'd say it's a, a, a sturdy handful or two of, That's of the people that, yeah, that I really, um, that I talk to every month. Cause some people have signed up, but you don't always end up talking to them. So, I mean, I have like a, a good group that I, I talk to every month of the same people. Um, wow. cause sometimes people get shy. I've had that too, where somebody signs up for it, that tier. Um, and then, you know, you get the episodes as well and then they're too shy to talk and I'm like, go back to the other tier. Don't pay for this if you're not going to do it. And they're like, no, I think you're so great. And I'm like, this is crazy. What are you doing here? Are like, you, was this like a, a pre-pandemic thing or did it start during pandemic? This, the, the podcast was pre-pandemic. The Patreon started in the pandemic right. as a way to get creative. How and do the we Zoom get a couple started- bucks going? And the Zoom started in the pandemic. So that must have been a real important thing for people and for you to like just you have know these what? interactions. For me, it totally was. It was so, and like, and you know, if you saw the tapes, it's like, we're both very excited to talk every month. I'm very excited about it. I don't think it's a drag. I think it's really fun. And I'm genuine, like everyone is so different, Eva. It's like, you think you know your listeners or what your type would be or like, or who would be into you. And you just don't like one of, one of the women, she was like, Oh, it was my husband that um, really likes your podcast and thought you were so great. And and then I I found out more about him and I was like, really him? (laughs) And I was like, okay, great. I'm not complaining, but just really interesting finding out about people. And this is, this is another reason why I asked you about um, how it felt when, um, going through experiencing the pandemic with somebody versus like, Oh, say on your own or whatever. It's because everybody did have really, um, different experiences. And here's an interesting one. I found people on their own. Yes. They went a little mad, but a lot of them didn't mind it that much. Oh really? A lot of people, a lot of people were like, you know what? I did a bunch of stuff I wouldn't normally do. I got used to it. I learned how to, um, be with my thoughts I started therapy like you'd be surprised how many people like really held it down and wow um yeah and and really embrace that self-discovery or in the other sense embrace relinquishing a bit of control when you had to live with somebody else and be like okay I can't make all the decisions like it is a compromise we're both stuck in the house all day we gotta Uh figure something out that's really interesting what a cool experiment I can't wait to see so you're making a documentary Making a documentary. I'll tell you afterwards what the plan is because I cannot spoil it. Okay, great. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, can I tell you what happened in the show? I for, I completely forgot to finish the story. Oh yeah, yeah. Of of when I choked. Okay, here's what happened. So, I rescheduled the podcast with you. Uh huh. And I was. Um. This is and it, it, it jogged my memory to talk about this because you said 
of when we think the worst is going to happen and then we live it, we think we're like going to prevent it or whatever, right? By living it out in our heads. So I was like, I had this big show at Dynasty and I was like, okay, Elena, you're going to lose your voice. You're going to lose your voice whatever, whatever, you got to be fine. And then I kept being like, okay, well, maybe it'll pull together for showtime, blah, 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 blah. And I'm stressing out so much about this. And you know, when you stress out, you, you just, you, you break down, your body just says no. Uh-huh. And, and my body said, no, I got on stage, held my voice, didn't talk, you know, all this stuff as much as I could get on stage. And there's this AC blasting down from above and then there had been this pre-show smoke of like for you know mood or whatever in effect Uh and I open my mouth to talk instantly start choking like choking on air and I was like and I was like oh my god and I like run and get a sip of water and I'm trying to talk and my voice is scratching I was like it was just the whole time I was like oh my god I'm gonna choke and and it's we're in the middle of a pandemic I'm choking on stage. I had I had taken a COVID test, um, a couple of them, because yeah. I really, you know, I didn't want to do this show and then go give a bunch of people COVID or something like yeah. that. And I, you know what I mean? And I was worried about my throat, so whatever. Tested negative, all of that, right? But you can't be like, don't worry, everyone, it's not COVID. Like, you can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I did it, and I ruined it for myself. I had lived out having to that happening, and then it did happen, and I lived it twice, and I felt so terrible about it. And then the next day, a friend that came to the show, she was like, oh my God, you coughed for five seconds, had two sips of water, and you were totally fine. But because I built it in my head that I've ruined the whole show. Yeah, you're like, if this happens, like, I failed. And so, Eva, I did not enjoy myself on stage. Oh, I spent I'm 30 sorry. minutes being like oh my god you you choked you're literally choking you're about to choke you're still choking like all this kind of stuff and the show went great it went great but I ruined it for myself I really did and that was my so that's my coughing story is that just everything that we just talked about where it's like you just ruin it for yourself I'm the only one that suffered that sucks well I'm glad the show went well though maybe you'll have some did anyone tape it oh yeah three camera shoot okay good so I called the editor and I went, because the coughing happened right at the beginning, I went, listen, what are the odds we can cut around this coughing <laughs> and all this and all this water drinking? And he was like, no problem, Alana, we got it. Aww. So I have faith. Yeah, I have, have faith that we can cut around it. I think we might have a show on our hands. I have some faith. That's awesome. Anyways, that was my big uh, hacking up a long story to share. Hey. And, oh my God, Eva... <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? We've neared the end of the podcast. I can't oh, believe that I looked down and I was like, and we're right on time. Oh my I love God. It. <laughs> okay, Eva, you started this podcast at an external eight and an internal four. Yeah. Where are you at now? Is it two separate numbers? Is it one combined number now? I will Where say I'm still at an eight on the outside. I do feel, having talked to you, I'm bumped up a little bit. I would say I'm uh, inside, I'm a six. Oh my God, we that's made a progress. huge bump. Yeah. <laughs> that's a two-point bump. I feel I'll take way it. better. Yeah. Oh my God, I feel like a million bucks having talked with you. I was so so bummed I couldn't talk the first time. Glad I didn't. We wouldn't have got an episode out, so yeah. for the best. But um, I'm so glad we got to catch up, and I told Norm, because I've just, 
I have respected you since day one. It's why I've come to you to ask for, to direct shows and to help me do shows and everything. I have the most admiration for you. You are someone I know that is like, not that it matters, but like has worked steadily all the time because it's like you have a consistent body of work and a work ethic that like everybody can just get on board with and agree with right away. And it's very apparent to everybody. So it's like, you have always been a true role model. And like, I'm so excited to hear that you have a play. Cause remember I came to the, that with my, Michael Cassidy remember that oh, you guys, yeah, yeah. Um, the last one you guys did yeah we loved it we had a great time it was very like interactive and everything I totally loved it so like Yay. to hear you be like oh we're working on a play that's why I was like do it by my house <laughs> oh wait I have one more thing to say <laughs> yeah did you see the play of mine with Michael Cassidy that was the musical about Ukraine or the other one no the other one the one where it starts on the piano, the piano. and then remember it went yeah the piano one well I have one. another show with Mike Cassidy called Amos that we did the year before that okay. we are releasing the album tomorrow. Um, it's like all EDM music performed by Mike and Kate Morgan Chadwick. It's a it's a thriller that takes place in Ukraine, and we're doing it as a as a fundraiser for Ukraine. Um, okay, so it'll, it'll be available on all um, platforms like Spotify, iTunes. We never have released the music before, but we're doing it as a fundraiser. So. Um, okay, tell tell us the name one more time. Like, what Amos, would we search? Amos A M O S. A play with a, a play with music. It's by Mike Cassidy, Michael Cassidy. Okay, and uh, yeah, it's you'll be able to find it all over the place. And if you listen to it, um, some money will go to Direct Relief, which is building field hospitals in Ukraine uh, to help people who are living there during the war. Oh my God! You see. You see, Eva, <laughs> this is why I love you so much. Only you would be like, and I'm a really good person doing this good thing. Okay. <laughs> Just like, it's so humble, sneaking in at the end. Meanwhile, I'd be the whole podcast being like, don't know if you heard I'm saving Ukraine. Anyways, <laughs> not sure if you heard. Um, yes, we will check that out. I will, well, I will check that out. Hopefully the rest of the listeners will check that out. I will say my listeners are pretty good at following through on things. I will give them credit. They follow up and they'll go check out the things that uh, I do recommend. So keep it up, you guys. You're the best. Eva, um, do you want to plug socials? Are you going to be posting about this? Do you yeah. care about that at all? Follow me on Eva Faye, E-V-A-F-A-Y, on Twitter and Instagram. I'll definitely be fo- uh, posting about um, this show, about the, this this album, and about um, this upcoming show later in the year. So if you want to be in on what's cool, follow me. And if you guys want to follow the podcast, we are at Self Esteem Party on Instagram and Twitter. And if you'd like to follow me, I'm at the only Alana Johnson on Instagram and at Alana underscore Johnson on Twitter. Eva, thank you so much. Stay on the line, will ya? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Believe in yourself. Believe in your body. Rock, rock, rock. It's the Self Esteem Party.